to another episode of Let's Celebrate, a Holiday Origins podcast. I'm your host, Rusty Brown. And today we're celebrating two August full moon celebrations, Lunasar and Lamas. This is the podcast for each episode I research a specific holiday and discuss the history behind it, how the people before us celebrated it, how it evolved into what we celebrate today, and then I look at how we can incorporate traditional ways of celebrating back into the holidays to reconnect to why we are celebrating in the first place. Each episode includes a celebration that is a themed cocktail to go along with the holiday that you can make at home and celebrate along with me as you listen. The celebration for this episode is a citrus Aperol soda. To make this celebration, you need juice from half of a lime, juice from half of an orange, two ounces of Aperol, and three to four ounces of soda water or sparkling mineral water. You'll pour all the ingredients over ice, stir and enjoy. For a mocktail option, you can replace the Aperol with one ounce grapefruit juice and one ounce cherry juice to get that bitterness that the Aperol gives. Look at that beautiful color. It's just the perfect drink. It's like the combination of summer turning into fall. A little sweet, citrusy, and bitter. Last month's episode was about 4th of July or American Independence Day. If you listened to that episode and incorporated some new-to-you traditions, I'd love to hear how you celebrated. Did you read the Declaration of Independence or perhaps Thomas Paine's Common Sense? You can email me at Let's celebrate podcast at gmail.com with your celebratory stories. I also now have an Instagram page, and that is at Let's Celebrate Podcast on Instagram. And if you prefer to watch the episodes on YouTube, I now have a YouTube channel as well where I'm putting up the episodes. And that is youtube.com slash at Let's Celebrate Podcast. Since I was here in Guatemala for 4th of July, there was not much celebrating going on here, so it was really just a normal Tuesday for me. I did skim through Thomas Paine's Common Sense, and I was struck by the fact that this singular document really changed the course of history, and how nowadays we have so many people voicing their opinions, but we'll never really live in a time where a single document is going to change the course of history the way that this one did. I also found a few things where he complained about the monarchy that I feel like could now be used to describe our current political leaders. So that's something to think about. As I said in the intro, today we're celebrating August's full moon, which is August 1st this year. The August moon is the brightest moon of the year, and it nearly rivals the sun. I originally had thought that there were no holidays in August, but it turns out that many cultures celebrate 
this August full moon. So I'm looking forward to sharing what I learned about how people celebrate at August and this time of year. I also discovered that in addition to Lunasud and Lamas, that Greece celebrates an August moon festival. And this festival is rooted in mythology and celebrates the origins of the Olympics. They celebrate with free admission to the ancient Greek monuments and museums for one day. The Chinese also celebrate this full moon with an August moon festival or mid-harvest festival. And the Buddhists celebrate the full moon of Wasau. I found it interesting that there are so many cultures who celebrate this full moon and I initially had planned on doing an episode that included all of these holidays. But after doing some research, I decided to nix that idea because I didn't want this episode to end up being four hours long. I do encourage you to look into those other full moon holidays because you never know what you might learn. I have included some links in the references below if you're interested in learning more about those other full moon holidays. So without further ado, let's celebrate Lunasad and Lamas. These holidays are very similar in that they are both harvest festivals that celebrate the first harvests of the fruits of the season. Lunasad is a Gaelic festival and Lamas is the English counterpart of this festival. And Lamas is actually the Christian name for the holiday. So let's start with a little history behind these August full moon festivals. Lunasad, as I said, is a Gaelic festival and it is celebrated on August 1st by the Irish, Scottish, Manx, Celtic, Neo-Pagans, and Wiccans at the beginning of the harvest season. It's celebrating the first wheat or corn crop, and it's the first of three harvest festivals that are celebrated at this time. So that is why, as you can see, we're sitting in my cornfield. Here in Guatemala, our corn still has about a month left. As you can see, they've, um, they call it doble. They've cut it in half and it's bent over and we'll talk more about that in a little bit. But after they've cut this, then it takes about a month and then they'll come in and harvest the corn from them. So right now we're just waiting. The modern Irish Gaelic name for the month of August is Lunasa. This is actually spelt a little different than how we spell this holiday, but it seems to be pronounced about the same. The ancient people would have celebrated this holiday on the full moon, but it is now internationally agreed upon that it, it celebrated on August 1st. It was said to have been created by the god Lu, L-U-G-H, to honor his foster mother, Taltui. I think that's how it's spell, uh, pronounced. It's T-A-I-L-T-I-U. In mythology, she's said to have died of exhaustion from preparing the plains of Ireland for farming. There's also the legend of John Barleycorn, who is a symbol of the crops ready for harvest. This is the same character known as the Green Man that we discussed in the Beltane episode. 
and he's said to have lain with the Lady of the Woods at Beltane, and now he's become an old man, changed from green to gold, standing bent over with his crooked cane, knowing that his time has come to sacrifice himself to feed the people. So that is, as you can see, our corn crop looks like a bent over man. And you can see, even though they just cut this yesterday, he's already started turning gold from green. So that's old man John Barleycorn right there. In Ireland, August 1st is seen as the first day of fall, or autumn, because it's the beginning of the noticeable descent of the sun. We will begin to see a return of the shorter days and longer nights. And in ancient times, this is when tension begins to build because people would be hurrying to ready the crops and make sure that they have enough food stored for the winter. Now we're going to look at the history of Lamas. Lamas was derived from an ancient English festival called the Ghoul of August. Ghoul. Ghoul? Ghoul. Ghoul. Ghouling. Ghoul. I'm not sure how to pronounce that. Ghoul of August. That's spelled G-U-L-E of August. That was celebrated at least since the medieval times. In the weeks leading up to August, the grain from the previous year would be dwindling and the tension would be building and this festival heralded in the first harvest of the first grains. The people did rituals during this harvest to bless the crops in hopes of a return to a time of plenty. The word Lamas is Anglo-Saxon for loaf mass and is also a harvest festival mainly for the wheat harvest and this is also celebrated on August 1st, the same as Lunasad. This day is called loaf mass because people would make bread from this first harvested grain. In some parts of England, the tenants or serfs of the land would present the first grain to their landlords. The church later converted this to a Christian festival and Lamas was considered a Christian holiday. Many people would make a loaf of bread out of the first harvested grains and bring it to church to be blessed. In Anglo-Saxon England, the blessed bread would be cut into four pieces and each piece would be placed in the corner of the barn. And this is said to bless and protect the grain harvest for the coming harvest time. In the past, these two celebrations were celebrated fairly similarly, but they did have their differences. In the past, Lunasid was celebrated like the Olympics, with sporting contests, music, storytelling, Feasting, matchmaking, horse riding, trading, law proclamations, and trial marriages. Trial marriages, or hand fasting, was a tradition that was celebrated during this festival. These trial marriages would last a year and a day, and at the end of the trial, they have the option of ending the relationship or making it a permanent marriage. This was called hand fasting because a man and a woman would have their hands loosely tied together. And this is where the phrase tying the knot comes from. 
Hand fasting comes from the Anglo-Saxon word Handfastung, which means shaking hands to seal a contract. The Puck Fair, which is held in Killigrin County, Kerry, in Ireland, in early August, has been traced back to the 16th century and is believed to be a survival of an ancient Lunasad festival. This is a three-day festival where a goat is crowned king and a local girl is crowned queen. It also includes traditional music, dancing, a parade, arts and crafts, workshops, a horse and cattle fair, and a market. They also would have celebrated by having a ritual cutting of the grain and afterwards they would carry a grain offering to a deity on top of a mountain and bury it. It was customary to bake bread that was made from the first harvest and feed the workers that are harvesting the bread on that day. They would also use the grain to make beer as well as bread. In the Scottish Highlands, there were special breads or cakes that were made on this day called Lunastain. And Lunastain comes from the Scottish word Lamastide or time of low feast. Lunien were given to men and Lunieg were given to women. The Lunastain were originally made with oat and can either be a conventional sweet cake or more of a bread-like texture. There's not a specific recipe for these breads that I could find. Bilberries were also gathered at this time. People would climb mountains and hills to collect these berries and they would either eat them on the spot or they would collect them and take them home to make cakes and pies with them. And some people would make wine with them as well. Another custom is to visit holy wells on this day to pray for health and people would walk sunwise around the well and then leave offerings such as coins or clutes, which are rags or pieces of cloth. Although Lunasid is considered one of the four fire festivals of the Gaelic Wheel of the Year, bonfires were not a central feature of this holiday, probably since August is such a hot month, people probably don't want to build a fire for this time of year, but in some cultures they do. So you could build a fire if you wanted to, if it's not too hot. Another ancient tradition that's been around for thousands of years is making corn dollies. People believe that the fields were the home of spirits that were referred to as the corn mother, the corn spirit, or the corn maiden. And when the fields were harvested, people believed that that spirit was then left homeless. And in wanting the spirit to come back and help with the next year's harvest, they would make these corn dollies so that the spirit would have a place to reside until the next year. Some people would place the dolly on their table during their harvest feasts. And some people would tie her to a pole at the entrance of the cornfield to protect it until the next year. The corn dollies are said to bring wealth, health, and general prosperity to the farmers. There's another folklore tradition that involves fairies, which say that if you don't leave an offering to the fairies, 
then your corn won't ripen and the cows will not produce milk. So many people leave offerings during this time to the fairies and these offerings can be things like your freshly baked bread, some beer or wine or fruit. Crop circles were also created in the fields during this time so that people would have a space for their rituals and sacrifices. And for Lamas in the past, one of the largest Lamas fairs was in Kirkwall in Orkney. During this festival, it was customary for couples to partake in trial marriages, the same as in Lunasad. Ancient Lamas celebrations actually had a shorter commitment that couples could enter into that lasted the 11-day duration of the fair. This practice was called Lamas Brothers and Sisters, and the couples would be joined together in a sexual relationship or a sexual partnership during this 11-day period of the fair. In the past, the Lamas fairs also included business dealings like hiring and firing of servants, collecting rent payments, and selling livestock. The Buryman ritual is an ancient Scottish Lamas tradition that's been celebrated over the centuries and is still practiced in South Queensferry, Scotland. The Buryman is similar to the Green Man. It's a local man or boy in a suit covered in burrs from the burdock plant. And he marches across town with a crown of roses, a staff in both hands, and a Scottish flag around his middle sometimes. He also has two officials who accompany him and they are led by a bell ringer and children who chant and collect money for luck. In an article from a Scottish paper called The National, a write-up that I found about the event explained that the Buryman was covered in thousands of burdock seeds in the morning and he was guided along the streets for nine hours, making about 20 stops before 6 p.m. He also received a dram of whiskey at each stop that he had to drink with a straw because of the costume. So he was getting drunk. But it's probably pretty uncomfortable to be covered in a bunch of burrs. I wouldn't want to do that, I don't think. <laughs> there was another tradition of building towers with competitions to break down the towers of others. I couldn't find what they were building the towers with, but historical records show that these were dangerous competitions that led to serious injuries and sometimes even led to death. The church during ancient times changed the story behind the rituals but let the people continue making bread and celebrating the harvest. But it was God that was being thanked for the harvest instead of the old gods that were previously praised and thanked during the older celebrations. Also part of the grain was used to make the Eucharist so they gave thanks for the grain harvest that allowed them to create the symbol of the body of Christ at this time as well. Now we're going to look at how people celebrate Lunasad and Lamas today. Today in Ireland, many Lunasad festivals feature dancing, music, arts, crafts, and storytelling. A lot of these festivals are reminiscent of the older fairs and festivals. The tradition of climbing to the highest peak continues to be practiced, but the traditions have been changed to a Christian one, with now tens of thousands of people climbing to the top of Crowpatrick in County Mayo on Reek Sunday. So instead of climbing up there to bury the grain for the gods, they're now 
climbing up there as a pilgrimage for God. In Celtic Reconstructionism, La Lunasa is now celebrated as a time to give thanks to spirits and deities for the start of the harvest season. They also give offerings and say prayers to these deities so that the crops will not be harmed and they will still ripen in the fields. They also still honor the god Lu, who is now seen as a deity of storms and lightning. Gentle rain on the day of Lunasa is seen as his presence and as a blessing. And for Lamas, by the 20th century, celebrations eventually evolved into fairs with foods, drinks, and market stalls. People still break breads and cakes to celebrate the grain harvest. Some people also celebrate with harvest rituals by giving thanks to the earth for the harvest and sharing freshly baked bread with others and maybe some wine to wash it down. And there's also feasting with the meal being prepared with one's own harvest if they have their own garden or using fresh local produce. So how can we incorporate these traditional ways back into celebrating? Or for me, how can I incorporate these new celebrations that I have never celebrated before into my daily life? To start with, obviously, because it's llamas, it's loaf mass, baking fresh bread is a very traditional way of celebrating this time and sharing it with your friends or the community or if you have a church that you go to that blesses the bread, you could do that as well. You can also invite friends and family over for a feast and share your bountiful harvest if you have your own fruits and vegetables at your home or you can find them at a local farm in your area. And don't forget to leave offerings for the fairies because as I said, your corn won't ripen and those cows, they won't produce any milk. You can also try your hand at making a corn dolly. I've been thinking about doing that and place her on your kitchen table to bless your home with an abundant and fruitful autumn and winter. You can also climb to the highest peak in your area and look out to see how long the good weather will continue in your favor. You might even see if your local area is having any kind of fairs or festivals for Lunasad or Lamas. Since these will of the year festivals are becoming more popular right now, there may be some festival in your area that you could attend. Also, since this is ultimately a day of Thanksgiving, don't forget to take some time on this day to thank the gods or God, whoever you believe in, for the harvest that we have. Even if you don't have your own corn filled or wheat filled, you still are eating food from other people's fields. These come from places and so it's good to be grateful for what we are receiving. So that wraps it up for this episode. I'll be back in September to discuss Latin America's Independence Day. If you've enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please like and subscribe and maybe even leave a review. Do you celebrate any of August's full moon festivals? I would love to hear your celebratory stories. You can email me at letscelebratepodcast at gmail.com 
And don't forget to follow me on Instagram at Let's Celebrate Podcast. And don't forget to subscribe to my new YouTube channel at youtube.com slash at Let's Celebrate Podcast. All of my references are in the show notes if you're interested in reading more about August's full moon traditions. Thanks for listening and joining me on this adventure, and I hope you've learned something new today.